Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. We exist to equip pastors and leaders in the local church to transcend beyond current culture, to see government through the lens of the gospel, and engage as modeled in the scriptures. I am Leo Lazzarini. And I'm Greg Baker. Thank you for joining us for one more episode of the Shepherd King Podcast. We're going through our series, 20 Biblical Truths Every Governing Authority Should Know. And last episode, we began Devotional 12, and uh, we're hoping to get to Devotional 13, but we ran out of time. So today, we're continuing our discussion and now focusing on Devotional number 13. So we're, that was Leo's nice way to say I got a little too chatty in the last episode. <laughs> That's right. Um, anyway, so today we'll be discussing the issues facing our communities are rooted in bondage. Bondage is such a key word when we're talking about the issues that government uh, wrestles with and issues that our communities, people in our church are wrestling with. So, Greg, let's start there. How would you define how would you explain bondage? I think about James 1, where it talks about sin. And it begins as just a small, almost seemingly innocent choice. But it ends in death. Mm-hmm. And bondage is that thing that you said, you know, I'm just going to do it once. It's going to give me pleasure. Then before you know it, You're the fish that saw the worm, you took a bite, and for about one second, Mm. you enjoyed a worm, Mm -hmm. and you got a hook in you. And something that began as a choice is no longer a choice. Mm -hmm. Now you're stuck. You can't quit, even if you want to. And what's horrific about spiritual bondage, it doesn't even end with you. Mm -hmm. It goes to a generation, to a generation, to a generation. Mm -hmm. And it spreads. And it's what the devil desires. The devil wants you to be a slave. He wants to rob you of the life that Christ intended for you. Mm -hmm. He's not a fool. He can't sell a fish hook. He can't say, hey, Leo, why don't you give up all your free choices, all your free will, and choose to do this behavior? Mm No. You know what the scumbag does? God's taken away your free will. Mm-hmm. God's taken away your freedom by not allowing you to have that. Mm-hmm. If you just had that, you'd have true freedom. Mm-hmm. You'd have true life. And he dupes you. And then we fall for it. Mm-hmm. And then we find out, no, he is the true enslaver. Mm-hmm. And that is bondage, and it takes so many forms. Right. The devil has thousands of years of practice at this, and he's gotten really good at it. Mm-hmm. And you hear a word like bondage, we think of big things like drugs, alcohol, but it's so much more. Yeah. You can have bondage to your career. Mm-hmm. You can have bondage to your own family. You can have bondage to good works. Even good things can end up in bondage. Mm-hmm. The devil has one goal and one goal only, keep you separate from Christ. And he doesn't care how he does it. Mm. The Pharisees and Herod were both in bondage. Both. Mm. 
and it's true in our communities. There are people that are leaders in our communities lifting up the city, living their lives in horrific bondage. Mm. And there's people in poverty that mm. are more free than they are. And that's how the devil dupes us. Mm-hmm. Our cities are in bondage and not just poor neighborhoods, but rich neighborhoods too. And that's how he wants to lie to us. No, no, no. Just deal with those poor neighborhoods. Like, no, no, no. He's got bondage everywhere. And there's cycles everywhere. A workaholic breeds another workaholic. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you lost your family, you lost your life, because all you did was give a life to a career, endlessly chasing riches. One of my favorite examples in history, and it's a sad story, is um, Andrew Carnegie. Mm-hmm. Andrew Carnegie was an endless pursuit of wealth mm-hmm. and would take over the vast majority of the U.S. steel industry. But he left just as empty from this world. Mm-hmm. There was never enough steel to consume. Mm-hmm. John Rockefeller got up to 98% of the U.S. oil markets, and he still won that last 2%. Mm-hmm. We have to remember there's a lot of things that can put us into bondage. Rich, poor, middle class, all of creation lives in bondage, groaning for its day of restoration. Mm-hmm. And the bondages of sin. Mm-hmm. That's that's good, Greg. It's incredible how the promise of the devil is freedom and joy, and it is um, that as we do things, as we're free to do things or uh, pursue things, um, we are um, therefore free. But actually, it can lead us to to bondage. You need that which you are seeking in order to find that value, in order to find that worth, in order to find that happiness. If you don't have it then you are, um, you're devastated. But Christ can set us free. He's the only one that we can put our hope in, and he will be able to deliver uh, what he has promised. But the things that the devil promised, they, they, they aren't delivered, actually. They're just fake. So, yeah, that's very helpful. In our last episode, we talked about the physical and the spiritual. Right. And bondage manifests in both. Mm-hmm. You get your life into bondage, it will take physical tolls. On you. Right. And we see that in the severe ones like alcohol, drugs. But we also see it in you work too hard, things mm-hmm. get too stressful in life, the body wears down. And here's what's phenomenal in the physical and spiritual realm, we both feel life and we both feel death. Mm-hmm. But strangely enough, it's in the spiritual realm that you feel life or death more. Mm-hmm. The biggest toll of bondage is not what it does to your physical body. It's what it does to your soul. Mm. It weighs you down. It is crushing. It brings you beyond to utter despair. I remember visiting with a high-ranking official on a health and human service department. She said the biggest thing that separates somebody who is a client of HHS for someone who's not is a loss of hope. Mm-hmm. Hope is not in the physical realm. It's in the spiritual realm. And one of the scariest places to get is utter despair. And anyone that's experienced utter despair, they get it and they say, yes, mm-hmm. that is right. I'd much rather go through physical pain than utter despair. Mm-hmm. And that is in that spiritual realm. That's why it's so important to see these things physically and spiritually. And it's in the spiritual realm 
that it transfers from generation to generation to generation, mm-hmm. not in the physical. Mm-hmm. Greg, you mentioned the Department of um, Human um, uh, Health and Human Services, and can you share with us a little bit of how much government deals with bondage? What is the reality of that here in our context uh, in the U.S., but you know, you can use Iowa as an example of that. Government exists because of bondage. Mm-hmm. Bondage is why the institution is needed. Mm-hmm. Good, righteous government makes it as difficult as possible to pursue the road of bondage. It puts a thousand speed bumps in the way. Mm-hmm. Righteous government makes it as easy as possible to experience true freedom. Mm. This is why God says something's wrong. He doesn't want you to experience bondage. And he gave you the institution of government, not to save you, but to guide you away from the path of death. Bondage Mm -hmm. ends in death, always. Physically and spiritually, it ends in death. And government every day is cleaning up that mess. Department of Health and Human Services is basically a bonded street sweeper, Mm. constantly cleaning up. And all this stuff's interconnected. You cannot separate the breakdown from the family to our Department of Corrections. You cannot separate the breakdown of the family to education, economics, healthcare, mental health. All this stuff's so intertwined because it's all in the spiritual realm. That's what unites it. Because we always wonder, why is all this stuff intertwined? Spiritually, it's intertwined. And because of that, the department is stuck dealing with major spiritual problems with physical solutions. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to what we talked in the last episode on, Leo. The church has to intervene in our cities. It mm. has to. There's no way to untangle that stuff spiritually without a spiritual solution. And the spiritual solution exists in the house of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very good, Greg. And Greg, where, where can we uh, point to in the Word uh, to talk about bondage? Uh, where do we see that in the Word as the... As, as a foundation and anchor for us as we think about bondage. I mentioned James 1 earlier. Another good example comes here in Galatians 5. For freedom Christ has set you free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again mm-hmm. to the yoke of slavery. Amen. And we see this all through Galatians, this mm-hmm. huge parallel between slavery and freedom. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about a life of sin versus a life in Christ. Sin and slavery are inseparable. And like I said earlier, the devil wants to convince you you're free, but he's constantly enslaving you. Mm -hmm. Freedom solely comes from Christ, and God's law illustrates the path of freedom. Mm -hmm. That's what it does. And the whole Bible is a story of bondage and freedom. Mm-hmm. Creation itself, the world around us, is a story of bondage and freedom. Mm-hmm. You can't get away from it and the Word of God. It begins from Genesis 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Earth was created with freedom in mind and fell so quickly to bondage. Mm-hmm. That's very good, Greg. Greg, how would you encourage a governing authority that is 
dealing with bondage on a daily basis? Know the limitations and role of your institution. Work hard to make the path of life as easy as possible. Remove any hurdles and make it difficult for the path of death. Mm -hmm. But then realize people are going to still take that speed bump role. Mm. We're fallen people. Mm -hmm. And there's another institution that has to take it from there. Mm -hmm. The church and state were designed to work together. They were never designed to be one. A lot of human history got that wrong. Mm. But they were designed to work together. And the church has a tool that the state will never carry. And that's Jesus Christ. Mm. Jesus Christ has the true power to set people free that chose that road with those speed bumps. Mm -hmm. He can do it. He's done it every day. You have stories right there in your community. And Lord willing, you're one of them. Mm -hmm. That's good, Greg. And in the scriptures, we see how Paul talks about another type of slavery. That's not slavery to sin, but slavery to Christ. He calls himself a slave to Christ. Can you explain a little bit more what, how does that connect to freedom? We as people, we will always have a master. The question is, who is our master? Is it the one who created us or is it sin? Mm -hmm. And I, I think about my car. If I put unleaded gasoline in there, just as the automaker, the designer of my car told me to do so, my car will thrive as it is best designed to thrive because I'm living according to its design. And when I live according to design, I actually get to experience freedom. Mm -hmm. Now, I can go put diesel in my car. And I can cry out freedom. Mm -hmm. but my car put puts along the road and it barely runs and eventually stops. I'm actually experiencing the opposite of freedom. Mm -hmm. I may have put the choice in I wanted to put in, but that choice didn't give me freedom. Right. Do, not, do not confuse freedom of choice with freedom. Because mm -hmm. our freedom of choice often lives in slavery. Mm-hmm. And here's what slavery to Christ does. What it says is, I am putting myself under the authority of my maker. And I'm going to listen to him and understand that he designed me to function in a way. Mm. And I will live in pure freedom in that because I am fulfilling who I was made to be. And nothing is more life-giving than when we find our purpose. And each person listening, you know it. When you're in that niche, it's so life-giving. It is not withholding good from you. It has given you incredible life. And that's what God desires for all people. We got ourselves in a ditch. He's provided the way out. And mm. he's just asking you to receive it. Mm. And the way out is Christ. I will take care of that penalty for you. I will redeem you. I will repurpose you. I will restore you. I will put my spirit inside of you. Just repent. Admit that the way you chose ends in death. Mm -hmm. And come back to me. Come back. I'll take care of the debts. Don't worry about it. 
My son paid it on the cross. Mm-hmm. He bore all the pain, all the shame. Come back. Mm-hmm. And I will give you freedom. That's so good, Greg. There's no greater message than this for a human being that is facing their bondage, facing their um, limitation or their lack of power to get out of it. There's no greater message than the gospel. There's nothing sweeter than hearing that God is the one that took upon him the punishment that we deserve and has given us, offers us power to walk in the in the freedom of uh, living out who we were made to be. So... Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for uh, joining us for one more episode of the Shepherd King podcast. And please continue to join us as we wrap up our series on the 20 biblical truths every governing authority should know. Thank you. The Shepherd King podcast is brought to you by the Church Ambassador Network, a ministry of the Family Leader Foundation that inspires the church to engage government for the advance of God's kingdom. For more information about the Church Ambassador Network, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, thefamilyleader.com backslash church.